the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. No, I'm a bad girl. I'm especially bad when I have one of my favorite people on the show with me, and he will be joining me in a moment. In this hour, we're going to start to bring to you guys kind of little, uh, hopefully, some uh, results from around the country. I'm, everybody is primarily looking at California tonight on primary night, uh, in particularly because they're wondering if it's going to be a bloodbath in some far left uh, districts and areas like in San Francisco, where we've got a far left district attorney. Who is under recall? Do we have a former Republican who Democrats are saying is still a Republican who's going to take over as mayor in L.A.? We've got a lot of a lot of areas in California that people are putting their eyes on tonight, but the polls do not close here in California till eight o'clock. In the meantime, there's six other states that have primaries tonight. There's Iowa, Mississippi, Montana, New Jersey, New Mexico, and South Dakota. I think across the board, across the country, I think the number one issues for voters are really the economy, of course, uh, the uh, border, everything that we talked about last hour with Congressman Andy Biggs. Um, It will be interesting to see tonight. A lot of people are looking at whether or not the Trump, you know, trying to spin this about tonight is really about Trump and his Trump endorsed candidates. Is he really going to hold up? No, this is really about the Democrats and whether or not they're going to survive anything tonight. In California, we'll tell you this before I bring in my buddy. California has something called the jungle primary to where top two survive. And that's kind of not good if you've got a whole lot of Republicans in a race. In fact, Kamala Harris ended up winning um, because under the jungle primary, our friend Tom DeBacaro was running. He destroyed her in a debate. But because there were a bunch of other Republicans in the race um, that all split the vote, uh, it ended up with Kamala Harris and another Democrat only on the ticket. So that's how you can end up with two Democrats in a jungle primary. I really hate the system, but there it is. So we will know more about California tomorrow. All right. Got to bring uh, my friend in here tonight, Brian Maloney from Red Wave America. We are here at the Spicy Fried Chicken studio, and he is our on our Spicy Fried Chicken uh, primary night phone to bring all the latest for you guys with on drumstick in hand drumstick in hand and he joins me now hello my dear friend brian maloney oh you're always making me hungry before <laughs> <we> even... <laughs> i'm uh, reaching for the snack you know <laughs> well you know it's like it's kind of like movie night um we are uh, by the way we already talked last hour about how i didn't know this not to get off on a track but everybody right now is talking about top gun maverick right number one movie yeah. people are seeing it over and over and over again and i jokingly said that Hollywood's going to D.C. and they're going to brought in this director and they're going to try to make this January 6th thing on Thursday night to be kind of the competition for Top Gun Maverick. And then Congressman Biggs tell me 
tells me that they have rented out over 100 movie theaters. To well, try to I'm, not I'm not surprised. They're just never going to give this up. Uh, and that's, the, you know, we're living in two different worlds right now, Andrea. I mean, the left is living in a world where they turn on MSNBC and it is 24-7, J6 this, J6 that, uh, all day long. And that's how it's been for the last, what, year and a half now. Mm -hmm. They're not talking about gas prices. They're not talking about shortage of the baby formula. They're not talking about you know, people losing everything here, which is where we're headed. We're heading straight into a brick wall at 100 miles an hour, our economy is. I think everyone knows that. Uh, and they will not deal with the reality of it. They want to deflect back to this J6 thing, which just doesn't matter to people. It just doesn't. I mean, people are worried about food on the table. Mm -hmm. Now they're going to get to work and they can't pay their... Have you seen Have you seen the data that came out? There's data today about how people are maxing out their credit cards to try to make ends meet. Um, the numbers are horrible. We're going to get more numbers on Friday about credit card usage. Uh, and I, I guess some people are saying, you know, economists are saying brace for the worst. Yeah. So. Yeah. And, you know, and we had we played a clip on last week's show of Joe Biden saying, uh, I think it might have been Thursday or Friday saying, you know, Americans are more comfortable than they've ever been with the economy. They have less debt and more in savings than ever before. I mean, the gaslighting and the lying to the face of the Americans is is astounding. Meanwhile, the voters are not buying that. I mean, you, you, no. the gaslighting isn't working. In fact, I want to play a clip. This is from a New Jersey voter. And, I, and uh, you know, I don't typically think I have anything in, the con in common with the New Jersey folks. Um, but Skins, please play clip five. What's on your mind as you go to the polls? Um, I want change. I think that um, law enforcement is a big issue for me. Uh, crime is out of control. I worry for my grandchildren and the future of all children. I would like them to have a life like we did when we were younger, and that's just not going to be possible anymore. There is no integrity in the government. Nobody's accountable for anything. She just kind of nailed it, you know, because she also went into and one of the reasons why I wanted to play this clip for you, Brian Maloney, is because she also went into another area that nobody that nobody thinks is is important to the voters. And it is. And it's about accountability in our government. Did we lose Brian? Oh, no, no, I'm here. I'm just I'm just taking it all in. I mean, absolutely correct. Uh, you know, <laughs> People are voting their pocketbooks right now, and Republicans need to seize on this. But the thing that's frustrating me about this is that I want to see Trump, not only Donald Trump, but Trump Jr. These guys need to get focused on these issues and stop with all the silliness. I've been calling them out on Twitter. They're not zeroing in on these topics, nor are the Republicans. I mean, they're not. They should just be hammering away at this stuff. People are at wit's end right now. Uh, and they're desperate for somebody to vote for. And all we've got to do is project a halfway decent message. And our own side is just lost in these weird little rabbit holes all the time. Like what? What? Rabbit like, give me an example, because oh, I'm, okay, I'm not on so, Twitter okay. much. All right. All right. I'll give you an example. This, this is what's going on this week. And I've, you know, last time I was on your show, I think. Uh, we were talking about Ken Cox and uh, the Attorney General of Texas and how great it was that he beat George P. Bush. And I was really happy about that because I like Paxton and, you know, Bush, we want to get rid of that whole family. You know, we're tired of them mm -hmm. in politics. Uh, what does Paxton do this week? But 
he's helping Elon Musk in his lawsuit to get out of buying Twitter, even though, you know, Elon's signed the deal and now he's having buyer's remorse. And Ken Paxton filed suit to help Elon get out of the deal. And then there's Donald Trump Jr. Uh, tweeting in support of it. This is what we need. This is so important. Uh, and I'm seeing this kind of silliness. And I'm seeing conservative, you know, so-called leaders uh, linking to clickbait sites that they get paid for, you know, in these stories that are not real, not true. Uh, and, you know, like sensationalistic stuff, you know, wishful thinking stories. So we're being misled into, in weird ways, all we've got to do, and I've been out there screaming about this, all we've got to do is focus on gas prices the scarcity of baby formula and the food mm -hmm. shortages that are coming. If you're not stocking up right now, you better start um, not just because of supply, but because of prices, you know, there's that there is the, I mean, it's impossible to afford a basic lifestyle. Now uh, we've got housing, but everything hitting us from all sides. Now, nothing is reasonable. What that woman, the clip that you were just playing, talking about, there's no accountability, the law and order issues, the crime, uh, our kids aren't physically safe in school, and if they are in school, they're being brainwashed by lunatics. Why can't Republicans just focus on any of that, yeah. and they don't? Right. I you mean, this thing with Ted Cruz, he can't even do it anymore. Right. And it's it, it is disappointing. And that's why we have to do it. And that's why we have to support true conservative candidates. Um, I was disappointed that Trump uh, endorsed Kevin McCarthy. Oh, horrible. Yeah. Horrible. Um, yeah, because, you know, we are literally in a war in this yeah. country. We are, and, and Americans need to wake up. It is not being hyperbolic when we say that there are Americans in it literally as political prisoners right now in this country. And if they can turn this January 6th show that they're going to put on Thursday into declaring that 75 million Trump supporters are equally deserving of being thrown in a gulag that you or, or unless you unless you denounce any 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 further questioning of the outcome of the elections they will if they yeah. can do if they can if they can work it and off the backs of these dead children in Uvalde to get uh, republicans to work with them on gun gun they're calling it gun responsibility now right but, right right Right. But, um, you know, if they can if they can work these children into gun control, I mean, we're we're just we're at a very they will. And, you know, it, there's if they can get a few of the things passed that Joe Biden wanted, which is um, manufacturers being held legally responsible. If they can then hold American, yeah, they're going to bankrupt the. They'll bankrupt the manufacturers. They'll bankrupt the yeah. ammo companies. If they can make you legally responsible, if your gun isn't locked up, if it's stolen and it's used somewhere, um, if they can yeah. make you, then there's there there's an assault on our Second Amendment because they want us unable to defend ourselves. And that's also they want. And you see what's going on right now in the streets with this crime. They they're unleashing yeah. murderers and felons on the street, telling you that the greatest threat that we have is white supremacist militia well that's not who picked up a woman and threw her on the tracks today in a subway brian maloney yeah, in new york, yeah, yeah that, new york. No, i saw that video it was unbelievable it was totally random the stuff's going on over and over i i really feel at this point and this is what we've got to start hammering home they are intentionally trying to i think you know eliminate americans by the millions i think they're trying to starve us I think they're trying to keep us from having a livelihood. They're trying to make us physically unsafe in our homes. They're doing this intentionally. There's no way anyone could be this incompetent. There's no way. 
the, on the only thing they can really do here is to make sure a free and fair election doesn't happen in November because they've lost Hispanic voters almost completely at this point. Yeah. I mean, they've lost enormous groups. If you look at the polling data, they've even lost large trunk, uh, chunks of Democrats now. So they're down to just the, the loony Rachel Maddow MSNBC base, you know, the, the finger wagging scolds that drive around that are always, you know, uh, you know, uh, ready to scream at you about something. Those people, that's all that's left. They're basically white women almost entirely. Uh, that's their remaining base. And you're right. They want to throw everybody in camps. But for some reason, our own side just can't focus on what matters. Everything you just laid out is what matters. Why can't we just project that message? And I think that if conservative, you know, so-called leaders don't step up and start projecting you know that message soon i think we're gonna have to find some new leaders because uh what we've got right now isn't working everybody right now is a grifter or a has-been or a retread or we're just in a bad spot right now at a time when you know conservatives are have never been more needed for our survival and there are people screaming to join us i mean there are you know we've now got most of most hispanic americans now are dying to affiliate with us but all we've got to do is communicate a coherent message how hard is that right well um well the problem is is we don't have a coherent party and i've been saying for years i stopped having ron nearing on my show years ago because i said why don't we have the democrats push their agenda and you know exactly what it is the talking points are shared and they're pushed and they are pushed out in unison 24 hours a day 365 days a year why doesn't the republican party instead of shoving some Somebody on us that you know doesn't have any core principles or values rooted in conservatism, um, but they're quote electable and they're shoved on us. Why don't the why doesn't the Republican Party come out yeah. and say clearly what our agenda is? Have it be conservative. Nobody used the MAGA terms back then. This was after 2012 election and Romney yeah, yeah. A, and Paul Ryan failed miserably and didn't care because it didn't matter to them because they were part of the no. uniparty system. I said, why don't we say this is what we're about and push that agenda all day every day and he said well it's not an election year yeah it's not an election year year, so we don't have to think about party platform till the election year this is why this is why we this is why we're losing because and that was the guy that went around the country training people how to run for office right he was he actually was trained uh, anyway, enough about him. Um, no, he's probably no, no, driving right, around right. somewhere in his Mercedes, uh, and you know, and so he doesn't care. So what we the problem we've got is we've had a uniparty system. They're all on the take. Mitch McConnell, I'm seeing up here on the on the monitors, is that he has said privately that he's on board with raising the um, purchase age um, from 18 to 21. So you know, it's anything. death. It's death by anything. a thousand. It's death by a thousand cuts with this Republican yeah, leadership. Yeah, yeah, but we're on cut nine ninety nine right now. That's mm-hmm. the problem. Uh, yeah, you know, one more cut. I mean, that's the when you don't have food on your table, gas in your tank, uh, and you're not sure where you're going to be working next month because I'm telling you, layoffs are coming everywhere. People have cut back spending. When your credit cards are starting to max out, you're on cut number nine ninety nine. So this is the problem. But we don't even have. This is what I was starting to say. We don't even have the people who were used to be reliably conservative Republicans who used to be pretty activists, like a Ted Cruz. We used mm-hmm. to have 10 or 12 of them in the Senate, and a couple dozen of them in the House that used to be out screaming about this stuff, and we could rely on them to carry forward our message. And now even they 
have all been neutered. What's going on? I mean, Ted Cruz is a joke. He's an absolute joke these days. He's he's more establishment than I've ever seen. Uh, and and the rest of them, where none of them are showing leadership. No, they're what they're showing is cowardice and fear. Because right. apparently they think they're going to be thrown in the gulag in D.C. next. Maybe well, I just think they're on the take and they don't care. They are part of when when exactly. communism takes root. And so, you know, and it's a step. It will be socialism until communism. There's very little difference between the two. But the elites, it, you know, will always be, you know, be the haves. And we're the peasants. And so they don't care. And so um, I Congressman Andy Biggs is probably the loudest who speaks for our freedoms. Right. And he told me that he can't even get anybody on the Freedom Caucus to care about about the January six people that are in the gulag, they just don't I, I care. I understand that. How is that possible? It's well, it it, it, it be, so they're all phony. Jim Jordan and the rest of them. We've got we've got Andy Biggs, we've got Lauren Boebert, and we've got Marjorie Taylor Greene, and that's really it. Brian Maloney, yeah, real quick before we got to leave, real quick, um, it, was yeah. there a race in in uh, New Mexico that you think we need to be well, looking at? Well, so what happened was yeah, so we're just starting to look at some of the numbers coming in, and I know it's kind of well. You know what? Hang on, at, hang on. Yeah, I'm going to ask okay. you to. I'm going. I think it's a good time to take a break. Okay. If you okay. can, if, can you stick around with me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay. So Brian's Maloney, Red Wave America is going to stick around and tell us what we need to know about this New Mexico race. And I'm going to take a peek during the break and check out and see if we've got any early polling results here from California. Stay tuned. It's the Andrea K Show on AM 1170. The Answer, San Diego. AK, dynamite in a dress, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, she's on The Answer, San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Brian Maloney, Red Wave America, is uh, staying over the break so we can continue our discussion. It is primary night. I didn't really see any early uh, polling results coming out. I will tell you here in California that it's looking as though the turnout is around 30%. Brian Maloney, 30% turnout in a state where we have almost $10 a gallon of gas. It is one hobo jungle after another of homelessness, a crime wave that is unimaginable. DAs across this state, one of which uh, uh, last week I reported here, there was a mom who was targeted and run and and the guy targeted. You could see on video. He aimed his car at her and her eight month old in in a stroller got in L.A. LA, got got two months in some kind of juvenile house or whatever. And only 30 percent of the voters bothered to go vote. Yeah, two months in some kind of a, was it a camp? I thought they said it was some sort of a camp. Yeah, I, I don't know. But I mean, it. you know, this per he should have been tried for, for uh, you know, attempted felony murder. Uh, no, it was incredible. And the video has uh, gone absolutely viral on social media. I've tweeted it like 10 times this week. Um, and it's really, really hard to watch, but we've got to. But yeah, if you're saying, you know, 30% turnout tonight, Andrea, all I could say is, what it seems like to me is that people have given up. They mm. don't think there's any hope. And so if they're not going to the polls or returning their ballots or whatever, however, which crazy way you vote now, um, you know, the bottom line is they don't see hope. And, and that's so we've got to rile up our own side. And the first step toward doing that is focus because we should be able to focus now. Now, in the, when are you going to get California results in a couple? Well, couple the polls hours, close at eight. Half? The the yeah, yeah so the polls 30, close 30 at eight minutes. Yeah, yeah. So thirty minutes, and then so San Francisco. I mean, if they kick out, you know, the the radical lunatic there, the Soros uh, kid. Um, you know, I mean that that could be pretty encouraging. I mean, there's thought that that could happen. 
So, you know, our tone here could be changing where this uh, program a couple hours later in the evening tonight. But uh, the bottom line is, and we've got so much work to do between now and November. And one thing you were saying for the break was that attitude that the GOP people tend to have, which is, oh, you know, this is an election year. We don't have to worry about all this stuff until, you know, two mm-hmm. months before next year's election. Or, and the left, the Democrats, are the opposite of yep. this. They are 24-7 screaming left-wing socialist radical activism. They don't take Sundays off. They don't mm-hmm. take Saturdays off. They don't play golf on Saturday morning. They don't do those things. Our side has the problem because we want to just live our lives. Well, we've got, you know, got a vacation coming up or we've got this or we've got that. We've got a family thing. It's like, well, you know, that's why um, you're, you're going to lose everything. That's why you're going to lose your home and your livelihood and the food on your table and all of it because you didn't have the energy that the left had. And that's why they win 100 percent of the time. 100 percent of the time. It's because they never, ever stopped being lunatic left-wing activists ever. And even when we win, if we win with a Republican who's an establishment type, who's who's not going to, to who, you know, in the, the type I'm talking about is, I heard this uh, candidate for governor here who's, who's running on the Republican ticket and said, you know, uh, you know, I, I, the, the far right is just as bad as the far left. And most America lives in the middle. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is this is that where does it when does he think does he think this is 1991? Are you kidding right. me? You know, we literally have children being indoctrinated and being pushed to to mutilate their bodies into transgenderism we've got communism economic policies in in place to literally intentionally destroy our economy to usher in communism and globalism they want to hand us over to the world health organization and hand over to to people over there at the world economic forum and the who who say that they've got to know what's going on underneath our skin and are prepared to get us to ingest something to track it i mean these are dire times and they want to take our guns in the middle of all this and you know and that I mean, it's it's insane. And I just feel like I hate to be I feel like I'm chicken little all the time trying to get people to wake up. Oh, no, no, no. But look, I mean, the bottom line is the left keeps moving the goalposts further and further to the extreme. And then we have these Republicans, including, sadly, a lot of people who are on Fox these days saying, oh, no, you've got to be moderates. You've got to. That's why we need Dr. Oz. We need to be moderates. So what moderate means is slowing the extreme left down by yeah. one or two percent, slowing down their, their extreme loony agenda slightly. And the problem is that's not where people are. There's poll data coming out tonight. This is, so you want to talk, you were talking about that New Jersey person yeah. earlier. So this is of New Yorkers, okay? New Yorkers. I'm talking about New York City, a poll. Only 29% of New Yorkers approve of their new mayor, Eric Adams, okay? Only 35% of New York City people approve oh, wow. of their installed governor, Kathy Holchel. 56% say their city is on the wrong track. And 76% fear they'll be victims of violent crime. That's liberal people in New York City. That's how unpopular the left's agenda is. But our own side is running away from any alternative. So Mm -hmm. our own side's the problem. We could easily take these people on and defeat them with any kind of of push. 
it wouldn't take much. Our screen is dying for us to 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 get on this. And what we've uh, got, and yeah, we, and what we've yeah. got is the Liz Cheney's pushing this January six crap. Yeah. We've got, yeah. you know, trying Paul to, Ryan. yeah, yeah, exactly. And let me remind y'all about Paul Ryan, who he was. Paul Ryan is the guy who said on the campaign trail, "I see myself as much a senator." Uh, or representative of people in India, as I do people of the United States. Yeah, he he is a globalist, he is a liberal, and he's calling the shots in terms of programming at Fox. He's the problem. He's how it all went uh, the wrong way. He's why they called Arizona for Biden on election night. He's Mm -hmm. all of it. He joined the Fox board, and from that day forward, I went into the toilet from there and never, ever came back, ever. No, and the only good news that we have to share on Fox News is that Chris Wallace left there (laughs) to CNN. That's about it. (laughs) All right, so what's going on in New Mexico? What do we need to know about that? Okay, so that that was just one uh, race that was coming up kind of interesting because what we got to look at right now is – you know, where we can bring some fresh new faces in in November, where we may, you know, we've got to fight for this. Uh, and we got, you know, we got a bunch of Senate races to work on. Uh, but one that I hadn't even had on my radar, and I'm just seeing an election update tonight, uh, is in New Mexico. So this, uh, this Republican, he's a weatherman, Mark Ronchetti. Uh, he won the primary tonight to face uh, the governor, uh, Lujan Grisham. So that, uh, that should be really, really interesting there. Uh, so, you know, this, so New Mexico is apparently still a swing state. Uh, you know, and that's, uh, so, so he's running for governor, I guess. I'm, I think he was a Senate nominee in 2020. Okay. But I'm just talking about states where maybe we have a chance and maybe we didn't think we did before. Okay. But what I grabbed out of this, what I liked, was that apparently the polling showed Democrats only had generally, I'm talking about across all elections this November, there's only a three-point advantage so far for Democrats in New Mexico uh, for November. So what I'm saying is we could win a bunch of races in a state like that. Uh, and I think there are a lot of other states, like if that's the case, because we had put New Mexico in the blue column, and I guess that's why this got my attention. Mm-hmm. You know, think about last year when we, al- we almost won a bunch of stuff in New Jersey, right? Yeah. Uh, so, so what about other states that we've written off, like Nevada, like Colorado, you see, or more of these races in Arizona? I don't know what we can do in California, because it's, I think you're right. The jungle primary makes it so, so hard. But so many of these other states that we had written off, I don't think they're written off anymore. Uh, you know, so we've got to start looking around at places where we thought we were out of luck and maybe we're not. I mean, when people are going to start paying 10 bucks a gallon for gas, they're going to change their vote. Mm-hmm. They're going to change it. They're not going to go back. And all we have to do is have a candidate on the ballot. And half the time, our party can't even bother to do that. That's that's a huge problem. Yeah, apathy is killing us. And yeah. it, apathy is killing us. And the fact that um, it's about money. We, You know, it's when... When you have a Ronna McDaniel raise $400 million under the guise of fighting election fraud, and then she sits on it and doesn't spend the money, then yes. that money gets to be used to back establishment candidates and bash, you know, MAGA candidates. Yeah. yeah and, where did that money go? No accountability. She has refused any call to uh, provide an accounting of where that money, that money came from MAGA people. Yeah. That money came from conservative donors. And she's sitting there, uh, you know, that the RNC, I mean, they're disgusting. It's a bunch of rhinos. It's a bunch of the names that you and I have been talking about all night here. 
who, who take money from good people, from good donors, who are people like you and me, uh, and they use it for candidates to oppose us. Yeah. Well, what we've got to do, we, we're not going to have results till tomorrow. Um, I'm, I'm hoping that that in spite of the fact that here in California we had low turnout at 30%, um, that we're going to see some, it, it, even with the jungle primary, we're going to see some good conservative candidate look de- candidates, um, you know, emerge here and, and do well. But even if, even if we were to just have some of these horrible far left district attorneys be removed from office here, yes. um, that would be a win for California because it would be a huge win for all of us nationwide. If the San Francisco DA is recalled tonight, it would be a political earthquake and something that all of us could capitalize on to provide some momentum Yes. Now in November that you want that to happen. And so that is going to change our mood a lot. If it had, I think it might happen. I feel it. Um, I've been watching how things have been going on this. And I don't think he has a huge base of support. Uh, what I saw was his only base of support was, you know, again, white liberal women who, who mm-hmm. walk around wagging a finger in your face all the time. Yeah. The Karen's. You're doing this or that wrong. <laughs> you're wearing your mask wrong or something, or you're not wearing three masks. Right. Those people. But I don't know if there are enough of them to, to get out there for him. And there's a lot of anger. And what's happened in San Francisco, and you and I talked about it a couple of times a year ago, uh, was this groundswell of Asian American voting sentiment in San Francisco that is turning against the Democrats. So we're getting all these great groups of people who want to be with us. If we can just get a grip and get our own act together, we, we will clean their clocks in November. All we've got to do is focus and stop being silly uh, and and we can do this. Yeah, we can. But we need all of you out there to join us. It, it, I think it should yeah. be apparent to everybody out there that the days of sitting back, showing up for to vote in presidential elections alone, not 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 only not voting in primaries, but half the time not even voting for midterm elections, let alone running for office. The apathy has to stop. If you care about this country and saving it for your children and your grandchildren, we are literally on a precipice. Brian Maloney is right in in the idea of a death by a thousand cuts we are at 999 and it is up to us to save our country brian maloney thank you for all you're doing for it i appreciate it thanks for being here tonight and stay tuned we come back what's pizza hut doing why did andrea go from saving a country to talking about pizza hut well because pizza hut is a part of trying to destroy the country want to know how i'll tell you when we come back this is the andrea k show on am 1170 the answer san diego News, politics, and current events. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Got an email from a listener. Says, hi, my girlfriend is having a hard time. This email came through during the show tonight. My girlfriend is having a hard time thinking this Matthew dude is a communist. She says he is Catholic. Um, may God forgive him. Um, I told her. Um I'm not sure what she means by that. So you really think that a um, couple things. Um, somebody can believe in communist principles and policies without recognizing that they're a communist and without saying I am a part of the communist party. Okay. We have, we have many Americans who have no idea that the platitudes that they speak are straight out of the communist manifesto written by Karl Marx. They have no idea. Right. Number two, um, that somebody is supposedly a Catholic doesn't mean that they're not a communist politically and spewing political ideology. I, I, you know, direct you to the Pope, who is a communist. 
and who believes in in communist ideology. So, um, and what, uh, and there's also a term that uh, the communist, I don't remember who said it many years ago, uh, that, uh, that they've coined a term, useful idiots. And Matthew McConaughey strikes me as a useful idiot. And what that is, is somebody that supports communist policies that are going to destroy them down the road and they're too idiotic to even realize that they're being used by communists who have an agenda to destroy and we might need to go back and revisit and play clips from the the old kgb guy that was interviewed many years ago i think it was back in the 70s or the 80s and he talked about how they were not going to take over the United States of America and turn us into a communist country through the old spy novels, right? They were going to do it culturally, kind of like what, and he used, I think it was Mao's revolution. He used that as an example, and he said that the first people to be lined up and shot were those that aided them in the revolution. So um, I think Matthew McConaughey, he strikes me as a useful idiot. Um. Useful idiots also involve parents, for example. Here's another example of a useful idiot. A parent that would bring their five-year-old to a, to a bar where grown men are dressed in thongs and, and other um, negligee and other um, lingerie items to gyrate in front of them and have their kids hand them dollar bills thinking that this is just, all, this, this is just so fabulous. It's just so inclusive. I'm just training my child to just be so um, loving and so tolerant while you're grooming your child to be sexualized in front of a sign that says it's not going to lick itself. That's gross. I think you're a useful idiot if you take your child who was traumatized in school, whether you were in, whether that child was in the classroom and survived or whether that child was just in the, in the school and survived. And you take your child to be used as a political prop in D.C. to try to push the destruction of our constitutional rights. I think that's a useful idiot. Um, useful idiots are the corporations that in order to fulfill the ESG score requirements to keep their to keep their. Uh, their credit scores high are joining in. Um, although maybe maybe the corporations that are joining in the political left and the mark cultural Marxist movement aren't aren't necessarily useful idiots because maybe maybe they're they're like they're like the elites down the road, the political elites that are going to keep all the money and they're going to be living large while the peasants are are, are suffering. Um, but clearly, these corporations are joining in the cultural Marxist movement, which is meant to destroy the fabric of our nation, our Judeo Christian principles and values, to usher in. They're communist schemes, right? Um, case in point, Pizza Hut. I haven't eaten at a Pizza Hut in years, um, but I love their pan pizza. Oh, my goodness. It's like it's like the dough is fried underneath, right? Oh, so good. Anyway, I'm never going to eat Pizza Hut again, even though it's been 20 years since I ate Pizza Hut. But here's why. The Pizza Hut is featuring, this article is from Fox News. Pizza Hut is featuring a book about, quote, drag kids as one of the books promoted by its, quote, book it reading incentive program aimed at children in pre-kindergarten through sixth grade. The book it website features a book titled (laughs) Big Wig and states that the reading is geared towards children in pre-kindergarten through third grade. Big Wig is a picture book that, quote, celebrates drag kids, according to a description on the Simon & Schuster website. Quote, in the spirit of Julian is a mermaid, the irrepressible picture book celebrates drag kids' individuality and self-confidence from the perspective of a fabulous wig. 
the descri- the description states. It adds that the book is about a child who, quote, dresses in drag and competes in a neighborhood costume competition. Quote, when a child dresses, this is from the book, when a child dresses to compete in a neighborhood costume competition, he becomes B.B. Bedazzle. A key part of B.B. Bedazzle's ensemble is a wig called Wig. How very clever. A wig called what? Wig. Are his shoes called shoe? Anyway. Together, they are an unstoppable drag queen team. But Wig feels inadequate compared to the other bigger wigs. And when Wig... (laughs) Not only is this an affront to children, it's so badly written. At least, you know, who wrote this? Matthew McConaughey? I mean, this is as bad as his... This is so bad. When Wig flies off BB's head, she goes from kid... To kid instilling confidence and inspiring dreams and those who wear her, it continues. The book was promoted as part of Pizza Hut's Camp Book It program, which runs during the summer. And get this, participants in participants in pre-K through sixth grade can receive a personal pan pizza as a reward for meeting their reading goal. So, of course, how are they going to ensure that the kids read this book by offering them free pizza? This is and this is according to a screenshot of an email that was tweeted by Libs of TikTok. And of course, Big Wig is being featured as part of Pride Month according to the email. So you can see why they had to get lib they've been trying to cancel Libs of TikTok on Twitter, right? Try to dox her, get her destroyed because she's revealing the truth. She's not making up anything. This isn't disinformation. Libs of TikTok is doing the job that investigative journalists used to do, and she's revealing how these these lefties are going younger and younger and younger. This is not about, and this has never been about, making sure that trans kids and LBGTQIA kids in school feel protected and feel supported and aren't bullied. This is about indoctrinating and trying to recruit little kids into drag queens and transgender. They're in pre-K. Pre-K is what? Four-year-old? Three? Four or five. Well, I was in, I was in kindergarten at, at five. So pre-K would be four. It's too young. What's next? In the womb? In order, you're, we're all going to be forced into some government scheme in order to get our government cheese. Because that's really where this is going. Brian Maloney talks about the destruction of our economy, making us desperate. This is part of Cloward Piven, right? They get you desperate. You don't have a dime to your name. You don't have a job. They take over the means of production. This is what happened to Venezuela. And then you're in line for your government cheese. And they're not going to give you your cheese unless you agree that you read read their indoctrination or you spew what they expect you to believe. Y'all think we're crazy where we're predicting this is going to go? Pick up a history book. This all. This is all. You know. It, it, this is. This isn't any, anything particularly clever. This it's is not something that's happened once. It's happened over and over. Over again. and over. Over and over. And stay tuned because it gets worse. It's gone from uh, from tolerance to validation to participation. Now, the next phase is paying up. We're going to talk about that when we come back. Stay tuned. This is the Andrea K. Show on AM 1170. The Answer, San Diego. The Donut Queen of San Diego. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Move over, African-Americans. You're not the only one with a claim for reparations. And yeah, we're going to spend a little time this week 
uh, I wanted to get through the primaries, and then we're going to get into some more details as to what's going on with this uh, the California plan for reparations, which may be moot depending on what happens with these uh, with the the primaries. But anyway, um, there's like six pages of reparation plans that California, the secretary, uh, I think the attorney general's website has on there. Um, guess who else is asking for cash reparations? Transgenders. <laughs> wow. Um, this comes to us from Christopher Rufo, R-U-F-O. Christopher Rufo is one of the people that has broken some of the greatest stories in terms of uh, indoctrination in the schools. Uh, he was doing some great investigative journalism. He was kind of like the forefront before libs of TikTok. And here's what he's uncovered. He says there is a coalition of taxpayer-funded trans organizations that are demanding that society, quote, decolonize the gender binary, provide cash reparations to, quote, gender nonconforming people, and affirm mustaches and big blanks as authentic expressions of womanhood. Big male parts. You You can figure out the word. This was, uh, he says, last year, this was a group of Washington State gender identity nonprofits hosted a presentation series called Decolonizing Gender, claiming that the process of creating men and women actually is the process of genocide. Ganesha Gold Buffalo, a male to female trans, quote, sex worker, said that colonialism caused her, her, I use loosely, to, quote, wake up at four in the morning to sounds of my ancestors screaming from outside my window. She followed the voices into the woods and the nature spirits decolonized her mind. Yes, this is a mental, mental illness issue. Gold Buffalo, but the, but Gold Buffalo represents an actual movement of organization. So don't don't go thinking that this is it. Isn't that what conservatives do? Skins they'll hear a story like this and think this is so crazy that this is not going to gain any ground. And the next thing we know, six months later, the Democrats in the House and Senate are trying to pass some some legislation on this stuff. Uh, Gold Buffalo said that society should affirm. Uh, her identity as a woman with a male part. I 100% want to still be able to look in the mirror and see every part of myself as a woman. My mustache, all of my facial hair, my belly, my big blank, my untrimmed eyebrows. Um, yeah. The activist whose organizations work extensively with children said that society should recognize gender identities and pronouns such as mommy, daddy, cyborg, Pokemon trainer, Wakanda, goddess, and unicorn. The solution, according to one panelist, is for straight white Americans to provide cash, quote, reparations to trans people. Quote, if you're white and your parents have a savings account that is very much so connected to slavery and land theft, pay people, pay that money to us now. This is not a joke. They mean this. And it will be coming. You've been warned. This is not this is uh, this is article came from Citizens Free Press, but she's basically taken or this uh, um, article takes from Christopher Rufo, who takes it straight out of these people's mouths. The polls are open for another minute. If you did make it to the primary tonight, we got to vote in the midterms. Our lives our lives depend on it. We'll give you the results tomorrow. See you then. Peace out. God bless America. Come on, yeah. Come on. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.